0: This is an SBS radio podcast. Settlement Guide. Information, issues and stories about living in Australia.
1: Being able to drive a car is a necessity for many new arrivals to Australia. Yet knowing if you need an Australian driver's licence and how to get one can change from state to state. Your licence requirements depend on where you live and what visa status you have. Virginia Padovese reports. If you are a visitor or a temporary visa holder, in most Australian states and territories, except the Northern Territory, you can drive on a current overseas licence. If your licence is in a language other than English, you must also carry an English official translation or an international driving permit. An official translation means a translation certified by an embassy or consulate or by an authorised translator. National Accreditation Authority for Translators and Interpreters, (NATI) accredited translator Simon West, says getting the translation is simple.
2: It's quite a straightforward procedure. Uh, a simple translation by a NAATI qualified translator of the original driver's licence into English, uh, as long as it's accompanied by the NATI stamp, is uh, generally sufficient.
1: Often migrants will need to change their overseas licence over to a local one. Vic Rhodes' Executive Director of Registration and Licensing, David Shelton, says it often varies.
2: For people who wish to convert a foreign licence into an Australian licence, the first question really to ask is, do I need to? And so I would suggest that um, if you are a temporary visa holder in Australia, you in fact can drive on your overseas licence provided your visa is valid, and provided that your overseas licence is either uh, in English or you have an English translation with you. So you may not need to convert to an Australian licence in some instances.
1: He says an International Driving Permit, IDP, translates your foreign licence.
2: An international licence is essentially a translation of a driver licence. So you still need to have a full driver's licence in order to get an international driving permit. The permit's quite useful because it is a translation of the licence that you might hold in a language other than English. So it's important to have that translation, particularly if you're driving here whilst you're on a temporary visa.
1: If you are a permanent visa holder, then you must convert your overseas licence within either three or six months of arrival. The process to convert your licence slightly differs according to the state or the territory you live in. People from certain countries can convert their licence to an Australian one and not sit any tests. Vic Rhodes' as David Shelton explains.
2: There's a small number of recognised countries. These are countries for which you do not need to sit a test to convert to a Victorian licence. Countries that are recognised include Singapore, Japan, Spain, Malta, Sweden, obviously the UK, Canada and many European countries.
1: He says people from all other countries need to sit the standard knowledge, eye, perception and practical drive tests.
2: However, many new migrants to Australia, such as people from India, Sudan, China, Pakistan, these people do not come from recognised countries and they will need to go through a full set of tests in order to convert to a Victorian licence.
1: Victorian driving instructor Atilio Kermak explains what's involved in the driving test.
0: They go through what they call a pre-drive check. Um, They're checking for the applicants to know and understand how to use the controls and making sure that the vehicle's roadworthy. So that's the very first thing you do before you even start driving. Then there's two parts to the driving test. The test in total goes for about 30 minutes, but the first 10 minutes is when they will ask them to perform a three-point turn or reverse parallel park. And if they pass that assessment, they then do a 20-minute drive. And a 20-minute drive takes in more major roads, uh, takes in lane changes. And at the end of that, 30 minutes is up and you're back at the testing station and pass all that, you've got a licence.
1: Australian driving conditions can be a challenge for new migrants. Atelier Kermack lists areas of concern for a new driver.
0: Trams are a big issue. Understanding how to interact with p- pedestrians, uh, because pedestrians uh, basically have more right of way than what motor vehicles do. Um, and in some countries that's not the case. Um, So they find themselves placed in an awkward situation trying to understand those. Out of the city but on the highways, I find that a lot of people that come from overseas are just not used to long drives. Uh, They don't drive the sort of distances we drive. Uh, They don't drive on the sort of roads that we drive on. Um, uh, We have a lot of exposed edges and things like that, so we know of people running off the road because they lose control when they hit the rough edges.
1: If English isn't your first language, reading signs and understanding directions is another challenge.
0: I think for an applicant that comes from overseas, the most difficult thing is not even the test. It's uh, our Road laws uh, can confuse a lot of people. Obviously, non-English speaking people, it's, it's difficult for them to interpret a lot of the laws. And when they're receiving directions uh, where they have to go, sometimes they get quite confused. I think... The biggest problem is the fact that a lot of people come from roads where they traditionally drive on the right-hand side and, of course, in Australia we drive on the left and that does throw them out quite a lot.
1: Each state and territory has its own system for regulating roads and licences. Translated information in several languages is available. For more information, visit your relevant authority's website. Feature prepared by Virginia Padovese. And for SPS, I'm Margarita Vasileva.